0: My grandma got me into therapy. She um she she was uh she was real real. Like she would talk about how she felt. Mm-hmm. She would talk about how you made her feel. Mm-hmm. And I saw the power behind that. And she knew that my I was very um upset, frustrated, vengeful because of the way that I thought I should have been treated by my father or what whatever what have you. Mm-hmm. And um, right when she passed, she, she told me to take care of myself, make sure I'm healthy, both physically and mentally. And that's what got me there. Mm-hmm. And that was a whole can of worms. A lot of shit I didn't know bothered me from my childhood mm. that I had brought into my adulthood and brought into relationships. Um, I had to navigate, still navigating to this day. I'm a work in progress. Absolutely. You know, we all are, but yeah, I wouldn't have done that without her.
1: This is Saga a podcast about the people using their powers to shape Thesis. My name is Octavius A. Newman, and we're speaking to Brandon Moreo, artist, skateboarder, and motion design lead here at Thesis. This is Brandon's Saga. Brandon. Liberty
0: Mitchell.
1: How ritual. you living? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> liberty Bivity. I'm good.
0: I'm good. How you feel? I feel fantastic. I'm on top of my game. Yeah. On top of my game. I'm on top of my game, man. What does that I'm, mean? I'm in my bag. I'm in my bag. <laughs> for the
1: people at home. Yeah. And for me, to be honest with you. Yes. I want to get deeper into more than what I already know about you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's easy to look online, look at thesis.agency, and find Brandon and go, oh, lead motion designer. But for someone, Maybe the young you, or the young me, mm-hmm. who doesn't know what that is. Because we talked a little bit like, I didn't know what motion design was. What, in your own words, what is a motion designer?
0: A motion designer is someone who, you, you essentially make things move on a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as people can understand a message from a brand to the client, that's your job. It's to bring kinetics to static images, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just carrying a message, and that's my job. And I lead people in doing that. I join them in doing that, and the goal is to, as a team, create a piece that a company can use for their
1: product. Mm-hmm. So I know animation is involved with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are some of the tools that you use? What are some of the, What's some of the stuff involved <clears throat> in doing motion design?
0: Well, we mostly use the um, Adobe After Effects Suite to From motion design, but we also dabble in um some three d processes we use muse we use uh cinema four d mm-hmm. different things like that if if the if the need asks for it, but we mostly just stay in adobe mm-hmm. after effects premiere different things
1: like that now animation i i i am an animator myself mm-hmm. you're an animator also um would you call animation hard no no? No. A I, lot of animators would say animation is hard as hell. And you're not. like, no, it's not hard. Why no. is it not hard?
0: Because we think too much. Okay. It's, if we look at everything around us, it's all animated. It's all moving. And there's a purpose behind it. And then we just have to observe how the things around us move mm-hmm. and put that in your work. It's not hard. Just, you know, we just have to learn the process of how to do it on a computer. And mm-hmm. you're good to go.
1: So the illusion of life, as they call it.
0: It's all a trick, man. It's a trick. It's all a trick. It's all—it's the greatest show on earth—is to gate people out of learning new things to keep mm-hmm. you in a box. And if you want to learn something, you just learn it. It's not hard. You just have to put in the dedication for it. That—that that might be hard. Staying dedicated to do it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Okay. So animation in and of—oh, I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying when you're saying it's not hard. Yeah. In a sense of like, you can do it too.
0: Yeah. Everybody. It's can within do your it. grasp. It's yeah. Possible. Everybody
1: can do it. Yeah. But the effort, the mm-hmm. hard work, the dedication—that. Mm-hmm. But it's not outside of your grasp.
0: Yeah. There's nothing. I was fortunate enough to be taught that I can do anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that everybody that come into contact with, they feel the same way. You know, so that's why I'm saying it's not hard. You just have to decide, is this what I want to do? Whatever you choose, do it. You know, Mm -hmm. and if that's animation today, let it be that and focus on it.
1: Mm. What other stuff in your skill set? Do you do? We talked about animation, motion design. Mm-hmm. What other aspects? What what other things do you do with your craft?
0: We do a lot of brainstorming, a lot of a lot of um, behind the scenes organization, a lot of collaboration. I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. It's it's not all um it's not all art. It's um you take a piece of that and you apply it, and you have to do that with a group of people. So you have to learn how to talk to people, how to communicate, how to listen. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's more important to me than being able to execute a task, being able to explain your reasoning mm. to why it is that you have to do it or to be able to listen to somebody else so they can break it down for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big thing that that I use.
1: Now the lead part, mm-hmm. not motion designer, mm-hmm. but lead motion designer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: leadership. What role does that play in what you have to do or what you're doing?
0: Lately I've been realizing that you're a safety net. For As the- a leader? As a leader, you're okay. a safety net from between the brand and the people doing the work, the executing the work. Mm-hmm. You're the person who, who hears the the why from the brand and the ask, and you translate it to the people who are actually doing it. To be a leader, you have to be a listener, like I was saying. You have, mm-hmm. to, you have to separate yourself from the work. You might realize that not everybody might like you, you mm. know, and that's just something that you have to deal with. Your your representation of of everybody that you touch hands with, right. as a
1: leader, yeah. Wow.
0: I hope they answered the question. No, it did. It did yeah. because
1: like that perspective, because everybody's perspective of leadership is different. Mm-hmm. You know, some people leadership is you better do what I said. No, no. Why why is not it done I'm, yet?
0: I mean, there's a purpose for that. Mm-hmm. But you're you're a shepherd man. Like you mm. know, you're choosing the best course of action for your flock or your sheep to go and. I'm a sheep, my, my damn self. So mm-hmm. I'm just learning how to be the best shepherd possible so I can help people who come up after me so they don't mess
1: up. Yeah.
0: You know, just got them the right way.
1: Mm hmm. So that's a little bit about what you're at, where you're at right now, mm-hmm. what you're doing right now. I'm curious about some of the journey on the way up to mm-hmm. where you're at right now. Yeah. Because, like I said, Brandon Morreo, boom finished product currently at this point in this, in the saga this is who you are mm-hmm. but i'd like to like turn the pages back mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like I me mean, flip to the beginning of the book mm-hmm. and like okay where do we start yeah yeah where 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 are you from where were you born
0: i'm from uh, Montgomery Alabama roll tide mm-hmm. i love home i'm from a beautiful family very um caring attentive family i'm from a rough neighborhood like a lot of people back mm-hmm. there, and I was uh, very fortunate to get out. But I had I had big homies who looked out for me. I had, like I said, a family that looked out for me, and I made it out of there, man. I'm a I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. I used to be super insecure, like a lot of people, mm. you know. But I'm okay. I'm fortunate to have learned to grow out of not necessarily grow out of that, grow into who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I know there's so much more to go. There's so much more to learn. I'm excited.
1: There's a lot in there I want to know about. Oh yeah, specifically the, the the geek part, mm-hmm. you know, because we share in the geekdom. Mm-hmm. We are both. I mean, I identify as a geek as well.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. That's you dope. already know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Come on. Man. Yeah, yeah. Look yeah. here.
0: Turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Turtle power. Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so we'll get to we'll get to the geekdom a little bit later, but let's talk about Alabama. Mm-hmm. Rough neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Tough crowd. Mm-hmm. Tell me more.
0: It's the hood. Um, Mm.
1: You know, you can. That's that's, that puts it in a little bit of a box.
0: Yeah, that's a that's it was a box. It Mm. was a box. There's so many brilliant minds that never that didn't get a chance to make it out of that box, Mm. and that makes me real sad. But man, I'm I'm from. You know, I'm not a I'm not a hard ass dude. I'm not a street dude or whatever. Mm -hmm. I know how to how to manipulate that space and how to move through it so that I get out alive. Mm -hmm. Because I had to learn how to do that. that's what it was man there were fights there were gangs there were drugs i'm fortunate that i was exposed to that when i was younger fortunate fortunate because i learned the negative part of it Mm -hmm. i saw the fun part and i saw the negative part and i knew how to you know my i had people who say hey bro that's not for you Mm. and they pushed me out of that and it saved my life
1: so yeah old heads i mean what what what, as we call in philly
0: yeah, Oh, his, uh, OGs, you know, big uh-huh. homie.
1: Um, that was like youngin'.
0: Yeah, and they Don't were only like 20 years
1: old, man. They weren't even oh, old. Oh, for real? How
0: old were you? I was like 17, 16, being okay. stupid. Being stupid. There was a, situ- there was a situation, but mm-hmm. um, I had people look out for me. And there was a situation where somebody said, it, it could be you going here, but I'll do that for you. I got you.
2: Mm.
0: You know? And I'll never forget that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I know I'm what I'm doing now. You know I'm I'm cool. I'm I'm alright. But I know there's people watching me. There's people trying to see the blueprint, and I want them to see that it's possible.
1: Mm-hmm. So you more than alright, Brandon. Man, I'm uh, listen. I'm, I'm not going. I'm
0: cool or whatever. You know what
1: I'm saying? I'm, no, I'm alright. No, but you but... You're more than alright. You like listen? <laughs> I've 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 worked with Brandon for a minute. I've learned from you myself personally. Thank I've you. I've had conversations with you that have helped guide me along so you you know i'm an example already mm. of what you're talking about
0: man we're gonna cry up in this thing well, you mean, know that right we're gonna do it we're gonna do it <laughs> the strong black manhood we cry
1: <laughs> we cry black, <laughs> black men do cry yes. indeed yes 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 so who's who's in who's around when you're when you're young and who's who's in the house who's around
0: women Okay. Women, and I'm sure you can tell, like, but just my steez, my style. I'm not the most traditionally masculine dude, and I'm proud of that. But i um, mm-hmm. black women, um, some some white women, you know, just women in general. They were there, they were nurturers, they they were attentive. It was not until I uh, I was like 12, 13 when I started actually hitting the street, where I started to meet guys, you mm. know, because my dad wasn't there, you know, for whatever mm-hmm. reason he chose to not be, and I hold that against him. But um, I had my my family was my rock. When I was young mm. and they 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 cultivated my uh my spirit
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i feel low key. I'd be feeling like um I feel like i'm my grandmother cloned in another life and she got mm. to see it from a different perspective okay that's how that's how I'd be feeling a lot, okay
1: yeah there's a lot in there too that i want to dig in <laughs>
0: I'm,
1: try, I'm trying to try to keep up cause i because I, I relate to a lot mm. Grew up with a lot of women too. Mm-hmm. My father wasn't around, also. But you mm-hmm. said something interesting. Did you say you don't hold that against him?
0: I don't anymore. I used to. Okay. I, man, I was an angry kid. Mm. I was a, you know, you, you're young. You don't know how to process emotion. You feel abandoned. Oh yeah. You feel abandoned. You feel yeah. like um, you feel like they chose something other than you. And sometimes that's what you. That's what a lot of kids, black boys, are told that. Your daddy don't want to be around, yada, 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 whatever reason they have. But um, I had to Mm -hmm. go to therapy, man. And it helped me um, navigate that. And I learned that after I dealt with that, all my relationships showed promise. And they showed something Mm -hmm. from that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know? And I'm I'm so happy I was able to do that. But tragedy took me there, so.
1: Yeah. We might cry on this one. We're going (laughs) to (laughs) cry. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just, again, because I feel it. I feel you. I still feel like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, of just like, how do you where were what were you doing? Where are you at? You know? Yeah. But therapy also of like, I gotta talk about this. Yes. I gotta, gotta process this. You gotta get it out. Mm-hmm. You gotta get it out. Was was there something in particular that that prompted that that said, I have to discuss this deal with this dialogue about this? Or was there someone around?
0: My grandmother. Okay. Um, she passed in 2019 from colon cancer. i mm-hmm. was pr- i have never seen anybody die that close. Mm-hmm. Like I've had people die in my life. I've—I've I've had friends shot, stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. stupid shit. But I've never watched somebody die. Mm-hmm. And I got to watch her live. Mm-hmm. She chose her life, and I feel like me seeing that, her choosing to let me be there for that, gave me um. It helped me reorganize my priorities. Mm. And she said, I want you to be healthy, grandson. I want you to be healthy. And my mental health was part of that.
1: Mm.
0: She knew that I had a, like a vengeful energy in me because of not having my father around, um, not getting the things that I was working hard to get I thought I deserved. Yeah, Stupid young stuff, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, having her point me in the direction of getting therapy, I think that helps so much, and I wouldn't have done that without her.
1: Wow, so grandma specifically? Mm-hmm.
0: Was yeah. Like, yeah, because, you know, like in the, in the black community, there's this there's this taboo behind mm-hmm. therapy. You're, you're weak. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're not strong. you whatever they want to call you. <laughs> um, and she didn't give a shit about that. Mm. She demystified that. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, because you need to be good here too. Not just here physically. You need to be. You
1: need to. That needs to line up. I would love you for you to talk more about that experience from how that felt.
0: About her getting me into therapy. Yeah. Okay. My grandma got me into therapy. She um, she she was uh, she was real real. Like she would talk about how she felt. Mm-hmm. She would talk about how you made her feel. Mm-hmm. And I saw the power behind that. And she knew that my, I was very um upset, frustrated, vengeful because of the way that I thought I should have been treated by my father or what whatever what have you. Mm -hmm. And um right when she passed, she she told me to take care of myself, make sure I'm healthy, both physically and mentally. And that's what got me there. Mm -hmm. And that was a whole can of worms. A lot of shit I didn't know bothered me from my childhood Mm. that I had brought into my adulthood and brought into relationships. Um I had to navigate, still navigating to this day, I'm a work in progress. Absolutely. You know, we all are but yeah, I wouldn't have done that without her.
1: So this is Alabama, mm-hmm. Grandma, mm-hmm. Mother. Mm-hmm. Who else? Any other characters? Any other characters <laughs> are
0: um, Grandma Helen, um, my mom, Chandre, my aunt, my aunt Mary, <laughs> my aunt Denise, my cousin Tori. My my. I don't have brothers, but my cousins King and Tristan—they're like my two brothers. Mm-hmm. That was the male energy right there. We had each other, like just three three migos just busting it down, running through Montgomery, mm-hmm. learning and growing. Yeah. Mm. If if, them, if my movie had a cast, that's them.
1: That's the cast. That's the. That's cast. exactly what I was asking. Yeah, It's tight. It's in my, my tight. <laughs> like, who are the? You know, when you see that when they first introduce the main characters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody's okay.
0: a character too, man. Hmm. I think we're all each other, in a different way.
1: So at this point in life, when you're in Alabama, mm-hmm. and you're young, you're in this younger age, do you have dreams, goals, aspirations? I'm going here. Like, mm-hmm. Is there anything like that going on internally? Or is there something that the family is pushing you towards? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, since I was in elementary school, I had like a, I guess you can call it a gift with with drawing, with art. Um, mm-hmm. Originally, I wanted to be an astrophysicist when I was little, because I I like Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Bill, so man.
1: wait, <laughs> Bill Nye's done. I want to be. <laughs> so Bill and I, you're like Michio Kaku. That's the guy. He's he's yeah yeah. This stuff,
0: anything that we don't know, I was like, I need to know that. Okay. And then I learned that there's a lot of that science and math and art. And then I come. Okay. Through, you know, like there's different sizes, through golden different circle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. The um the the mean, go to mean and all all that stuff, man. Um, and going through design college, back in Alabama that both, the, both those things lined up so I could be a scientist and I could be an artist, hmm. you know? It worked out.
1: So this is purely from fandom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: from seeing people... Emulation. ...that you want to be like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I might not have had that at home, so I had to go look outward, hmm. you know, observation. Like I was saying, like, things aren't hard. You just got to see it. I'm, mm. I'm a, I learned through seeing through these eyes that I was gifted with.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like you can see things that other people can't see?
0: Not necessarily. Or a, per, or
1: a unique perspective?
0: I, I, yeah, I think I I have my own unique perspective that I've learned how to tap
1: into. Okay. That I
0: think we all can do. I just do my, my mm-hmm. own way.
1: Okay. So, your perspective is what's unique. It's mm-hmm. not so much that you can see what other people see.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would
1: you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Um.
0: Life has color. I think that um, every facet of my life has a theme. I feel like, like like it makes more sense this thing that we experience. It makes more sense if I apply something to it like color or themes. Mm. And right now my life feels blue, which is why I wore blue today. Hmm. It feels. What do they call that when you can? T- I think synesthesia. I, okay. but I think it's like when you, if you experience like a sensation like touch, you apply color to it. Okay. I do that with numbers. I don't do it with touch or nothing. Okay. But um, life is blue. Like it's, um, I never thought blue was sad or cold. Blue is a, it has a high frequency, almost mm-hmm. like violet. It's high energy. It's boundless, like, like the sky when you look up. Or like the ocean. The ocean's so powerful. That's how my mm-hmm. life feels right now. Powerful. Yeah, I feel like there's nothing I can't do. And if I fuck it up, <laughs> I just learn my lesson, and then you do it right the next time. Yeah. That's exactly what my life feels like right now.
1: That is a perspective. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't see it that way, mm-hmm. at all. So you said you're young. You always had artistry. Mm-hmm. How would you describe that? Like, when did you first like pick that up?
0: There was a kid um, in my elementary school. I forgot his name. I think his name was Craig. Forgive me if I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, he shout had, out to you, Craig. Yeah, shout out, shout out, big homie. Like you, you were dope, real dope. Um, I went to a school called Flowers Elementary. It was one of the only schools that I knew of in the city that had such a diverse group like I had. Black kids, white kids, Asian kids, you know, uh, Hispanic Mm -hmm. kids. We're all together. Craig was this cool little white kid. He had this game called Kirby Superstar.
1: Okay. And he... Okay. You know,
0: he's like, yo, do you not have this game? And I'm like, nah. Like, he just brought the game book to school, like, you know, back in the yeah, day.
1: Game Pro magazine?
0: No, just the, the instruction manual for the game. I was
1: inside the? Yeah, okay. from
0: Super Nintendo. And I remember staring at it, and this little pink thing named Kirby would change shape. It would mm-hmm. eat stuff, and he'd jump and all that. I'm like, man, what is that? Mm-hmm. He let me borrow the game because nice. I was so interested in the book. Like, he he let me hold the book all day, and he's like, man, you know what? I'm bringing the game the next day to school because I already beat it. It's whatever. He brought the game, and
1: that's how a friendship starts, right?
0: Yeah, there. he was like my, my best friend. Like mm-hmm. we shared everything, man. But um, with that, I was obsessed with that character Kirby, and I would draw it for him mm. all the time. And then I learned about Sonic, and I would draw that over and over again. Learned about shoes through Sonic, and that just
1: it blew. It blew up. You learned about shoes through Sonic. Yeah. Explain, please.
0: Have you seen Shon- Sonic shoes?
1: I have. And them shit's fire, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who,
0: who who are you to be an all blue creature to wear some red shoes, and then to run in them like you fast, can nobody touch you? That's mm-hmm. that's what I want to be. I want to be that. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. I I love I love character. And that. Learning about Sonic, learning about Kirby, learning about Mario, eventually Pokemon. If there's hundred and fifty of these things and each one's a specific character made to do what they're supposed to they look like what they're supposed to do, that's mm. design, man. Mm. Their 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 form follows their function. Mm. Charizard got fire on his tail because that motherfucker breathed fire. You know, <laughs> you know he's hot. He's hot. <laughs> right. So yeah, like a, a a Jordan five has the air in it so you can you get the cushion. You know, there's a purpose mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. That's all the same thing. I feel like I've always been close to that my whole life, design and things like that, because of that kid, Let Me Borrow That Game.
1: So that's literally the genesis.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be here without him, Let Me Borrow Kirby. Kirby Superstar for the Super Nintendo. Best game ever. Y'all need to play it. It's fire.
1: it's fire. It's amazing to be able to pin something down. Yeah. Like to that moment.
0: Yeah. I try to find I find reasons to be grateful, and I think that's Mm. why I can do that. Mm -hmm. That was something that my therapist told me to do. Try to find reasons to be grateful. Every day, there's a reason to be grateful. I'm grateful that kid let me borrow that game. Yeah. And I hope I did something for him similar to help him on his journey.
1: Fandom is such a huge, like, such a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think about what it means to be into this stuff when you're young, and how people are like, oh, that's kid stuff, but like, no, like mm-hmm. this is pivotal stuff yeah, yeah. in who I am, yeah. in, in my adulthood, and in my grown manness, and my ability to do my job, it stems from Ninja Turtles. It stems from, it's beautiful. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's a, my grandma said something to me one day. Like, mm-hmm. those little moments,
0: mm-hmm. they mean a lot. Yeah. There's no age limit on enjoying stuff mm-hmm. at all. Like, you know, if there's something that you vibe with as a kid, reconnect with that when you're an adult, when you have time, you know? Re- introduce that to your kids and shit. You'll, you'll enjoy it more watching them Absolutely. than you did doing it, you know?
1: Absolutely. I love watching my daughter enjoy things that I enjoyed mm-hmm. when I was young. I love that, man. That's I love that. That's so dope. Yeah. It's it's, it's special. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. What? Where do we go from Kirby.
0: Um, growing up in Montgomery, um, getting my butt whipped when I did bad shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, eventually, ending up in the magnet program because, like I said, I like math and science, and okay. um, I'm glad I did that. I was in the band. Um, I got a little bit more confidence in myself when I learned how to play some instruments. What you, you know? play? Um, first the oboe, because nobody wants to play the damn oboe. I didn't know what oboe was, but um, I was the only. The, the oboe is the person in the band that that tunes, well, that does the sound check in the beginning. I had to play a B-flat. That was my job. Okay. I paid a... a and the whole band tuned themselves to that, so that gave me a sense of purpose. Hmm. And I learned how to be a piece in a greater thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I was all right, but as a group, you couldn't tell us we didn't play Jurassic Park uh, soundtrack <laughs> like it was the best thing you ever heard at that right. scene. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, first I learned the oboe, then I learned the... um. Auto sex, and then I learned the guitar. I'm okay at guitar. I'm not a good, but it's the same principle behind it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, How did I did not know you were a musician.
0: I wouldn't call myself like the same way. I wouldn't call myself an artist. I wouldn't call myself a musician. What
1: would you call yourself?
0: Somebody who just enjoys the shit. I, I don't mm. know. If there's a word for it. I just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like the same way where um. When you're designing something, you have layers in Photoshop or layers in After Effects or layers in Premiere, mm-hmm. you can do that with music. It has layers. Mm-hmm. You have your bass, then you have your mids, and, you know, it just, you layer it up. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's just a different interface. Mm-hmm. And I think if you learn that basic part, you can apply that to anything.
1: Perspective. Yeah, man. That's all it is. It's kind of like, uh, as, as, as you're talking, I hear you in that way. Mm. Layers. Mm. You know? My grandmother said this, Kirby here, and then musician, and then the big homies like the, you are the result of your layers. Mm-hmm. In a sense.
0: Yeah. I I have no idea what other one was going to be added. As yeah. I, as I grow older, but
1: them Jones coming.
0: Yeah, they coming. <laughs> they coming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you go to school? Did you go to
0: college? Did you mm-hmm. Um so I got kicked out of the magnet
1: program in Montgomery for mm-hmm. fighting. You See, I need to give me the story. So I need, I need the fu- getting kicked out for fighting.
0: Man, story. I was from a neighborhood where you had to keep. Ki- I thought that you had to carry yourself a certain kind of way to mm. be respected. I brought that energy into the magnet school of space where that's not accepted. Uh huh. People might not have meant to offend me, but because other people saw it, I had to fight. Mm. And I thought that that's what. Men do, they fight. Mm. Big, strong guys, they fight. You know, Goku, Superman, they fight. Mm -hmm. They don't talk. Mm -hmm. last time you saw Superman talking to somebody? So that's what I did, and I got kicked out. I got into two fights, some bad ones. Um, The kid was hurt, and I was hurt, too. So they put me out of that. I ended up going to a public school called Jefferson Davis High in Montgomery, Mm -hmm. JD. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that was a really bad experience. My first day of school, I got tased by by a security guard because the, some other kids were arguing in the back by the track i was new to the school i saw kids running i didn't know what was going on so i ran over there to check it out and i got too close because it's exciting it's hot it's high octane everybody's mm-hmm. like whoa you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i got pushed into it and coming from where i come from yeah, yeah. You know, before I even swung anything, the guard grabbed me. He ripped my, you know, he didn't know because that's his perspective. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. He ripped my my little buttons up, my brand new polo shirt, tased the shit out of me, peed on myself in front of everybody. First day of school, people didn't know my name. So for the longest time, they would they would crack jokes on me. So in order to balance that out, I had to find my niche. My niche was being tough. Mm. What I thought was tough. Getting into a fight's not tough. That's stupid. I, I st- my my hands are permanently scarred from being some dumbass kid. I never mm. get that back, but it's a lesson, you know. So I did what I did there. Um, I survived. I, that's when I got closer in the street and stuff. Um, that's also where I started to learn about composition and design because some of the kids, um, the ones who could afford it, they would pay me to draw on their shoes. I would draw twenty mm. birds. Mm. I remember this poos. era. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I yeah, this. stuff like that, man. And um. Yeah. I would hustle, get some money, and I ended up at a college called Troy University in, in Alabama, not too far from the, uh, my house, You know, 45 minutes away, by I stayed on campus. And I studied design, graduated there, and
1: yeah. So a lot has just happened in that time period. I need to go back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate give even the more perspective, because I don't know you mm-hmm. the way I know you. Mm-hmm. I don't know you to be a violent dude. Uh, yeah, nah. I don't know you to be a dude who, like, I just wouldn't have. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, glad, I'm ashamed yeah. of that,
0: man. Like, I'm, I'm so ashamed of it because mm. I'm smarter than that.
1: Now or then?
0: Then I was too. Mm. I got caught up, you know, and folks be saying they that shit all the time. I got caught up, bro. That's real. You're in mm. the moment. You don't know what you're going to do. You practice all day doing your perfect thing in the moment. It don't matter because mm-hmm. you're going to lose all your form. You're going to be swinging all crazy, or you're going to be saying, talking off the top of your head don't mean mm-hmm. nothing that you're saying. Yeah. And I got caught up a few times, and I just happened to have some friends who were some ride or dies to push me out of those situations. Like, there was a there was a time when we are at Montgomery Mall in front of IHOP, my homeboy Ryan had some stuff in the car, and he's like, we could make some money. And I'm like, I'm down. Mm. They looked
1: at me like I was crazy. Well, the The moment in Boys in the Hood.
0: Yeah, th- that, kind of like that, where uh-huh. they're like... Are you serious, bro? Hell mm. no, you ain't doing that. but like, mm. I feel like Ricky. Like they're like Ricky. Mm-hmm. No, nah, you going to school? Yeah. I just didn't get shot. <laughs> yeah. You know. And I, I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed because of that. Because I can't say that that was that didn't happen for them. Some of them got shot. Some of mm. them got taken to jail. Some of them got. They were just. It just didn't happen to me. Mm.
1: That is a blessing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's why I'm saying there's a reason why we're here. Like just there's a reason,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I would like to think my reason is so that people can see that this is possible. So you ain't gotta rob that store, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta sound tough, bro. Stay at home, watch anime if that's what you want to do. You know? <laughs> right. you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah. Do that, do that. Invite your homies over, the ones who ain't who ain't got. Uh... Man, I might cry. Who ain't got somebody to listen to them?
1: Mm-hmm. Do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It is so important to have that story told. Mm-hmm. Like, as I'm listening to it, I'm just like, i thinking about younger me mm-hmm. hearing that, or at a different time period, me hearing what you're saying. So, yeah. on, be- on behalf of the younger us listening, watching, I'm thankful because, I mean, you don't have to share that, you don't have to talk about that but I appreciate that you are, because I think it's really gonna benefit. It's benefiting me. I think ahead. it's really gonna benefit people to yeah. have you share that.
0: The big thing I want you to know, and people to know here, is honesty. Mm-hmm. Just be true. You spend so much less energy being honest than you would lying mm. on your name, or on what you can do, or what you can't do, or if you're tough enough or whatever. Just be real. If you don't wanna do it, don't do it. If you, you know, if you can't learn, just be real, man. Mm. That shit hard, but just,
1: just yeah. do it. Yeah. We talked about you getting into applying your art
0: mm-hmm.
1: or your skills or your desire for... for It's like the, that fandom mm-hmm. and the artistry mm-hmm. in drawing on people's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I remember that era. I had some trees with Timberlands. I had some trees with... <laughs> <laughs> That's what y'all got? Some trees? Trees, yeah. That's I had dope. some trees with... uh. You know, Superman on, on the front toe yeah, yeah. and my name on the side That's right, and all that kind of stuff. T- talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind.
0: Man, it scared the shit out of me. You ever had- Yeah? Yeah, because I learned what clientele was.
1: Were you doing it for Dope Boys?
0: Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Whatever Go they ahead. were selling, man, they had a <laughs> Yeah, we they were selling beans and Lord knows what else, Blue mm-hmm. Dolphin, all that stuff. But they mm-hmm. would be like, AB, hey, I just got this money. Someone would just slide it in my bag, and not even tell me, and they just look at me like, "Hey, look me up." I'm like, "What the hell?" So I had to learn how to communicate with them, mm-hmm. how to take their their space or whatever, which is like, say, a a 2007 Air Force One, Coke white. Mm-hmm. If you spit on it, it's dirty. <laughs> I mm-hmm. had to draw something on mm-hmm. that. I can't mess it up, you know. That Nike check is only so big, so I had to learn that you can't put permanent marker on everything. <laughs> you have to get leather paint you have to learn about spacing you have to learn about how materials dry how materials work that was design that was design Mm -hmm. and i had to learn how to um, defend my choices some of them were like hey bro nah why you did that?" well you know because you won't be able to see it while your foot's moving you know so you have to do it a certain kind of way or you want so-and-so to see your see your name on your shoe when, when you're down the hall right so i made it that color stuff like that
1: wow yeah I'm just, pro- just, I'm just processing what you're saying because these are some of the lessons that you learn. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, you need to be able to explain and critique. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about it in a what? I mean, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. In like the cultural context of I need to defend my choices. I need to defend my choices. This is not a... Um, they would have whooped my ass. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right, I need this to be okay. Yes, yes, yes. And you bring, the, like, that. that's a way, that's, that's one way to learn that lesson.
0: Yeah, man, you have to learn how to, if you want to be a designer, you can. You have to learn how to operate under pressure. You also have to learn about professionalism. You know, you have to hold yourself a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. So that people can respect your name, respect your work. Be consistent. Don't just switch the shit just to do it. Be consistent. Also learn how to explore. I used to, um, the money that I made from that, I would go buy test shoes from, um, what's the name of that store? Um, just for Feet. Okay. Where you could play basketball and get your shoes at the same time. Okay. I would buy test shoes from there for like in the bargain spot and I would draw on those just to practice. Wow. Stuff like that. I learned that you got to spend money to make money.
1: Mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Now, this is so dope. <laughs> I'm glad. No, i was just some. saying. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the story and I'm going like... Yeah, these are the lessons that a designer or an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. you know, or someone who's working for Mm themselves learns and needs to learn. But the way you learned it, like your unique story of how you've learned it, Mm -hmm. that's what's interesting to me, you know, because that's yours. That's not somebody else's story. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Where do you go from there? Do you, at this point, are you like, this is what I want to do? No. No,
0: no, man. I th- I thought I was going to school to be an a
1: artist, mm-hmm.
0: and I was in line for fine art. I was in the wrong line. Had no idea.
1: And the wait, wait, wait. Yeah. college? Yes, college. I'm sorry. So we so had, you're like signing up for classes? Yes, yes.
0: I didn't get into the art institute in Atlanta because I couldn't afford it. So
1: I you had, got you got approved. I got, got
0: approved. Everything was ready to go. Couldn't pay for it. Couldn't pay for it. I didn't know about <laughs> grants. Don't know, man. Nobody from my neighborhood knew what that shit was.
1: So. It was just like, this is how much it is. And yeah. you're like, I ain't got it.
0: It was way too much. It was, they shouldn't be making folks. That, 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 that institution isn't even running anymore, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess that shows the, the longevity of it. But it was way too expensive for a, what I wanted to do. And my mom's like, okay, well, you got accepted to two other schools Alabama State, free ride, full ride, because they want anybody they can get. Okay. No offense to Alabama State, best mm-hmm. band in the nation. Um, and I got Troy University which was where she went. And I said- Where your mother went. Yeah, so I thought, why not just go there? She said, go there, so that's where I ended up going. And I was in line in orientation, my first time being away from home for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was in line for fine art. And so I thought, and when I stood there for 30 minutes and got to the front, the lady was like, yeah, this is for this, and she started explaining it, and I'm like, hmm, you could change it any time, okay. Mm-hmm. And I stuck with it. Halfway through that process, I learned that I should probably pick up another major just in case. So I did double major of DTI, which is design technology infrastructure okay. with business administration. Because that's the hustle. The hustleonomics in me tells me you got to make some money, right? So I get the business in order. That's what it was, man. Mm-hmm. So at that time in my life, I thought I was going to run a design company.
1: Okay, so we're talking about you saying you want to start when you say... I want to have a design company. Mm -hmm. How do you know what a design company is?
0: First time I ever saw one, um, we were on a field trip. Mm
1: -hmm. This
0: was the semester before I got kicked out because I couldn't afford it Um, in college. Um, We went on a field trip to Atlanta, excuse me. We we went on a field trip to Atlanta in Georgia. And uh, it was this design firm. I had never heard of what that was. I'd never seen it. It was like mad men. It was an agency, mm. you go in, the chairs were, I knew. I thought success was when your office had beanbag chairs. Because <laughs> I'm like, bro, they okay. these adults having fun and playing and shit, yeah. they, they were like, yeah, here's our brand, Coca-Cola, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. That's the first time seeing it. And I thought, this is what I want. This is perfectly applicable to business, to art, and these, they having fun, they're happy. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I tried to mold my stuff towards that, try to mold my path to that. But certain things like um, I couldn't afford to stay in college um, for that year or well, for the next semester. It was that spring semester because I just couldn't catch up with my um, my student loans. Mm-hmm. I was trying to pay off a certain amount before I applied for more on FAFSA because I had learned about that situation, and that that process. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't keep up. So I had to take a semester off after that field trip. But I'm kinda glad it happened. Okay. Because I felt like I failed, even though that was something I couldn't control, but I saw what I wanted right before I dropped.
1: I'm mm-hmm. like, oh,
0: this is what I want. Okay. So I'm working at Books a Million, hustling, you know, um, doing doing other stuff to make money.
1: Yeah. And I started skating. So inter skateboarding. Yeah. I had so played with this, it before,
0: but it wasn't that was it really saved me then. Tell me more about how it saved you. It gave me an outlet because I was coming home from college, like any kind of generic hood movie. You, homeboy come home from college. Hey, Trey, you did good. Now you can get your job <laughs> that. right like, Trey got a job, y'all. That's Calvin what got me. a job. Calvin got a job. Give me a burger. Right, <laughs> right. So yeah. I came home and uh, I saw Home the way it was. It was like it was frozen in time, man nothing changed.
1: Like, nothing changed. Nothing
0: changed. I had a whole new style. I, I was more into myself. I was more confident.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And some folks back home saw that, and they didn't like that. Mm. Or some folks celebrated it, because, like, B, you got out of your shell. Good job, dog. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But being back home, there's so many different distractions, it's getting you away from what you want. I wanted to save up, go back to school the next semester. The distraction said, nah, you about to be out in the street and do it, doing what we're doing, because mm-hmm. it's easy as what we know. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, you ain't real. Mm. so that's what I was told that was the last big fight I got into with one of my homeboys he, uh, he called me out my name and I had, a, I had a choice where I could fight you I'll handle this or I just walk away mm. part of me kind of wishes I stayed longer so I could talk I didn't have the words then but I walked away and mm. he said he lost respect for me and all that shit and all that stuff but I'm like man I gotta make money the right mm-hmm. way. I can't do it in the street like that no more. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not who I am. It don't line up with my vision. Yeah, and I feel like that made him feel less than. Mm. You know, so he, in turn, he could attack something which is my name. Yeah, don't think he could grab on. But anyway, I stayed focused. I went to work at Books a Million. Fell in love with books because I fucking hated reading before that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. Um, um, one of my homeboys that I went to school with. Like, we kind of tried to skate a little bit before, but he, he came to visit while I was working. He's like, hey, bro, let's go skate in the parking lot. And I learned that I felt so free skating. Mm. I felt so so unbound. You know, anything could be a skate park. Anything could be fun. We didn't have no ramps and stuff back home. We didn't have no, you know, all this crazy stuff that got out here. So we were in the parking lot. We were behind dumpsters. We were downtown tagging stuff, just being free, being mm. free in the street, and it it was the street from a different perspective. And I feel like that saved me. Wow. Because I was moving too fast to stop to get in trouble.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah. So what role does skateboarding play in your life now?
0: It kind of connects me back to that free feeling. Um, it's what I do when I need to be inspired. It's when i what I do when I don't need to take in any more information. I just need to react. When you're riding mm-hmm. fast, you know, you don't, get, you don't really have time to think about too much shit. You're just like, okay, I need to either avoid this obstacle or turn it into something I'm about to have fun with. So mm. you just, that, that it made me, that's it. like I mentioned situational awareness, it brought me a whole new level of that. Like I could hear a car stopping at my, my six real quick because yeah, yeah. I, you know, I know to watch out. But it, it's like you get your spidey senses activated and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun.
1: How long have you been skating?
0: Man, on and off for, damn, I'm... I'm an old man now. Uh, I'm a sage, bro. I'm a wizard. Yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. think since like 2010. Oh, yeah. On and off since Season 2010. Debt. Not really, but yeah, I have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how do you end up in Portland?
0: My fiance at the time and I were... Uh, we, we knew that Alabama could only give us so much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we had to get out of there that that little box, that little hood box, it was too small. Mm-hmm. Either it, we could become that, or we could become something else. I had full intention of going back one day and teaching them what I know, but um, I had to get out of there, man. So I came up here, well, we we originally, we went to, um, to New York to, to teach, and we went broke, back down to Birmingham to take care of family, to save up our money, and then we were out of there, 2017.
1: Mm-hmm. You went to New York to to teach what? Art. So you're an art teacher? How did I know this? You're a musician. (laughs) You're an art teacher. (laughs) You're a skateboarder. You're a geek. Man, I think what it is is
0: I usually don't like when people put labels on, like, artist or musician. Mm -hmm. Unless somebody wants to be called that. You know, it's all good. I have passions and interests, and I dive into them. And -hmm. I feel like once I got a good enough understanding, if somebody else wants to learn it, I'll show you what I did. Yeah, yeah. And somebody paid me to do that. You know, I taught kids how to um how to use Adobe Illustrator, how to use Photoshop. Even arts and crafts stuff like man, I could braid hair so fast. You can braid hair? Bruh, like to the scalp to the what you need, you know what I'm saying? Wow. I, I got it. I got it. all kinds of hair textures cuz kids kids I learned art, they they use that space not just to make things, but it's like counseling. Mm -hmm. for some reason there's like this this there was this notion that the art instructor was like you go there when you're sad you go there when you're feeling something you don't have the words for it and them kids would just talk to me and i listen you know and if they don't want to make something that they they ain't got to but i'm I'm, i want them to know that that's a safe space The, the art space was a safe space so that's what i was doing you know and um after that and you can't sustain yourself in New York off that little, the shillings that they gave us. Uh-huh. So I went back no, home. Like, please, sir. Bruh, like, some more. man. some like, man, let me tell you about Pop-Tarts. Oh, word? <laughs> yeah, like, I remember I would eat Pop-Tarts hot and cold to make myself think I had a different meal for breakfast and lunch. Creativity. Real shit. Man, them s'mores, you put them in the freezer. What are Pop, you talking about? The s'mores, Pop-Tarts, you put uh-huh. one in the freezer, you put one in the microwave, eat them at the same time and see how different they taste.
1: We want some other stuff. Stay bro. woke. I'm, oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I man, I was broke as hell. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. Yeah, <I> mean. <laughs> but yeah, we did that, Most man. Stay woke. I'm still. <laughs> yeah. They taste different. I don't know what it is. They taste different. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm that that time happened, and I, we went back home to Montgomery to take care of family, to save up money, and then Jasmine and I drove up here, and I had my Chevy Sonic. She was in her uh. I don't remember what that shit was. She she crashed that thing. <laughs> okay. I don't remember. That's the first speeding ticket i ever seen somebody get in my life uh-huh. in person. She was busting it down the highway. Just uh-huh. But anyway, we made it out to Portland.
1: Yeah. How's I Portland been for you?
0: It has been a, a trial. Mm-hmm. It has been a trial. It's very a very creative, very different city, and I appreciate it for that. I didn't know how conservative I was until I left, man. Hmm. I'm not a conservative person politically, but I mean, like, I didn't know how... I was still in a box. Okay. Portland showed me that, that that's an illusion. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And that's cool. But it's a very um homogenous place. Uh, it's not the safest place for, for a person that looks like me. So I'm learning. There's a different way to communicate out here. Mm-hmm. It's cool, though. It's a different society that I'm learning about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And how do we end up at thesis?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to understand that myself. Okay. Man, I was... um, after When when I got here, I was freelancing my butt off. You know, I had my LLC set up. Everything was running. It was hard. That first year was hard. But just as I started to get a a profit on my design work, uh, I was hired by a few firms, and I bounced from one to the other whenever, you know, because Portland has a lot of startups and Mm -hmm. things, and it's not sustainable. I heard about Thesis, and... I think it was um Enrique had posted on LinkedIn for open hours o- open office hours, and I hopped in, saw patients on there. I've never in my life seen a black graphic designer speak on a camera.
1: You've never seen a black graphic designer speak speak
0: on a camera okay I've seen them walking around. I've never seen them in the office working
1: I see I understand I what you're saw patience
0: and I thought what is it? <laughs> Huh? Okay. so then I hit her up and I found out that Thesis is a place that they they Thesis has a collection of minds from all different backgrounds. So mm-hmm. A lot of them look like me. That mm-hmm. was something that I thought I would have to create. Mm. That was my goal. My goal was to have the biggest black owned design company in the South okay. that did it right. Okay. You know, no under the table shit. hmm And I saw that Thesis had it rolling, you know, so I I applied and it worked out. And here I am. I started as a, a static designer. They found out that I had a knack for motion and a um, willingness to learn, and I moved over to motion. Man, I haven't been here for a whole year yet. Now I'm motion lead.
1: Lead boy out here, just you know what I'm saying? the doing
0: doing big things. I, and I'm trying to mentor people, trying to bring them up with me. Each one, teach one.
1: Mhm. Yeah. So let's look into the future. Crystal ball. All right, we're here. Or however, however you'd like to. I, I, it could you know be I mean? a, it could be an apparatus. It could be a ball. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> um, for yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what's driving you forward, and what's it drive, and what are you driving towards in the future?
0: I still want to have my own firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's funny. The older I get, I feel like I'm getting further away from it because I'm I'm getting comfortable. mm Hmm. But at the same time, I'm closer to it because I am a, I'm a, a lead. You know, I'm a leader now. Yeah. But um, that's my end goal. That's my end goal. And I'm doing it, my drive is doing it because I want people to see that it's possible. I want Tristan to see that he ain't got to end up like his friend that got killed. Mm-hmm. I want Kenya to see that you... The, the whole point is I want people to see that they can do it. They can mm-hmm. look like me. They, they don't have to look like me. It don't matter. It's possible. You can be here. Mm-hmm. You, this is a space for all of us. We about to share this shit. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's dope. This is a great conversation. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Specifically, like, I, I, I feel a lot of what you're saying, you know? Especially wanting to do it for yourself, but also mm-hmm. to be an example. Because, like you said, emulation. Being yeah. able to see it yeah. and understanding that there are particular people who I've seen that have made me go, oh, you're proof, you're evidence that it can be done. Yeah. You know? And I'm thankful for you spending time talking to me. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: I'm thankful. This is great, man. I, I hope I hope the people at home, I hope y'all are appreciating this and feeling it because it's a lot. Thank you for listening. But it's important that you that you did it. It's important that you're doing it and that we are doing this because I genuinely, truly believe that it takes stories like this to be in the world mm-hmm. to continue to move forward so more of this can happen. More people like you, people like myself, can be in situations like this and even beyond. So thank you for sharing your story. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next time.